0: Hello, this is
1: Todd. This is Kathy.
0: And this is Conversations with People We Love, brought to you by BU Incorporated.
1: On this show, we talk with authors and we talk with teachers, we talk with friends and anybody that has a story to share that can help us open our heart and be more aware of who we are.
0: Hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. My name is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back to Zip Parenting Radio. This is a Conversations with People We Love episode. And uh, we have two very special guests, don't we, sweetie? Yes. Who do we have?
1: People we really love. My mom and your mom. How about that?
0: It's been... um, Hold on. (laughs) First of all... Oh, my mom's mic isn't even on. Oh,
2: that's good. No, <laughs> that's smart. My mom's mic isn't on either. There
0: we go. <laughs> All right, well, we're you off. know
2: what they think of us, I
0: right? You? We're <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know when we're going to broadcast this one, but I think it's going to be around... Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Yes. So this is our Mother's Day present to both of you. Are you happy with your <laughs> uh, gifts? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when I quit shaking, I'll enjoy it.
0: <laughs> so we have Sharon Gilarducci to my right. We have Judy Cassani to my left. Uh, Sharon is my mom. Judy is Kathy's mom. Yes. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about the differences in parenting. And I want us to go all the way back to when you guys were kids and being parented to when you were, you're already going to interrupt
1: me. I know because before we jump into that, what I think we should do is we should ask them what we were like as a kid.
0: We're going to. I'm I'm setting the foundation.
1: But wouldn't the foundation be like for them to describe us and then they can talk about parenting. Isn't that more interesting?
0: Not really, but if you want to take control, sweetie.
1: You know why? Because I think it's a lot easier to talk about something you're really familiar with first. Okay. And then once you get talking, then it's a lot easier. All right. But put, putting people on the spot with questions is hard. Okay. You don't
2: want to talk about my childhood.
1: Actually, we do. That'll oh, be an no,
2: important thing. Oh, no,
0: no, no, be- no. Because one of my hypotheses is we as parents... Do the best we can with what we have. Maya Angelou, you always quote her, you always quote her. Mm -hmm. And um, the idea is to make every generation a little bit better. And I think in this instance, better is a relative term, but in this instance, it's kind of working. And God only knows what type of parents our children are going to be. Mm -hmm. But the house that I grew up in and the house that you grew up in um, is much better probably than the houses they grew up in. And what I mean by that is...
1: Well, that's relative.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know where I'm going with this. Like parenting was different.
1: Mm -hmm. Parenting changes in that. Like what I like that you said is that every generation take they take the good from it and then they take the things that they might have wanted for themselves or things that they may have thought should be different. And then they carry that into their family.
0: So let's go back to where you were going. And I want Judy, to my left, okay. describe Kathy as a little kid. What type of kid? Is that where you're going? Yes. Okay. Because
1: then they can talk about something they know really well. Okay. Because my mom knows
2: me really I well. I don't remember any of
1: it. <laughs> uh, uh, Kathy
3: didn't get off my leg until she was about five or six years old when See? we went out. Introvert. <laughs> Very introverted. Shy. Very. Uh, she's the one that I felt I did not understand as and, well as and I now did. Now that she's in her
0: forties, do you still not understand her? Um, no, I do. Oh,
3: okay. I do, and she's been working on what she does now ever since she was a very young child. And she actually was uh, was offering something that um, I didn't understand. I really didn't understand it. Uh, One of the things that she did, that she had never told me, I knew nothing about it, but every time we went to see my parents in Galena, she hid pennies. (laughs) And my mother knew about it because she would find them. But she never told me until Kathy was married or, you know, I don't know. I didn't know that for years. Wait, she hid pennies? Hid Where did she hide them? pennies. Anywhere she chose to, I guess. I I, I mean, it, it just was something that she wanted to do. And I don't, I mean, she maybe
1: now, as an adult, would like to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for I that. I don't have an answer. I know that I did. And I know I put them in pictures a lot. You know, like in the frame. It's yeah. It's kind of weird. it yeah. is very strange. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she was, I, I mean, and the other
3: thing that I really remember about her is that I, she was i don 't want to say perfect child, but she was a a very loving uh easy to get along with child and When we ch- uh, changed her room, which was probably about five by five, and moved <laughs> the bed away from the wall, she had written all over the wall Ooh. oh boy, below now it was no big thing because it had wallpaper, and we were you know changing it mm-hmm. but I would never have expected Kathy to do that, you
1: know. So When you got it right, you got it right. Yes. Wherever you got. Couldn't
0: you yes. have written on a piece of paper instead no, of the I wall? I probably
1: did that, too. Okay.
3: Yeah, she probably did. But, um, I mean, those are two major things that I remember about her. I don't know if I want to go to the teenage part. So... <laughs> I've already
1: shared that on the show. Okay, then they all know yes. about you. You got you to bust loose out of that. Uh,
3: can I tell them the story about the star? I don't know uh, it. Well, when Kathy was had uh, some issues with coming in too late or being and being caught by the police. Obviously. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, she got Which one? she got way too. You know that I think it happened a couple of times, and so finally she had to do community service. Oh yeah. <laughs> And so <laughs> they chose uh, for her to go to the county home and work in the kitchen, and what she did. And they had um, papers that they had to fill out as to how. Uh, helpful they were. And when Kathy came home, she had this huge smile on her face. And I thought, oh, she's getting the idea that she needs to help other people, all that good thing. And she was so happy because uh, the person in charge who signed her paper uh, put a huge star on it and said, You are the best person I
1: have ever <laughs> had here to help me. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I remember being happy that I was done.
3: Oh, well, maybe you were happy you were done.
1: I thought you were happy because of the stuff. Well, this this begs the
0: question, and why don't you reshare? So why did you have community service?
1: Oh, I think that, what did I do? There was trespassing. I was in a park. Like everybody, here's the thing that that's interesting is because depending on where you grew up, this sounds better or worse. Because mm-hmm. where I grew up, what we did is we went to parks mm-hmm. and we hung out there, and there was it was high school, so there was drinking, mm-hmm. and so alcohol was there, and you would be, you know, if you were there, it was called possession, mm-hmm. and it was called trespassing, and about you know how many kids are there, a hundred kids, everyone runs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they- Kathy got caught. Twice, uh-huh. and so the thing was is it wasn't Did anybody like else I was get
0: caught with you, or were you oh, yeah. literally the only one? No,
1: no, there was people that okay. were with me. But the thing that it's it wasn't it wasn't ever funny. But it wasn't as if I was having a ton of trouble in my right. life. No. Like it wasn't like I was no. these were that cries for it. help. Yeah, it was like um, stuff. I remember my dad saying, "Why don't mm-hmm. you do this better? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like because my sister was doing the exact same thing. She was there. Never got caught. She never got caught.
2: Sounds Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing is like the story are funny now only because it was more just like and I wouldn't call it bad luck because in a way maybe it was me trying to not be so perfect. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like because everything else was so for me aligned and controlled. I know
0: your hair was perfect in high school. It sure was. It
1: Was very big. Of,
0: was, it, was it Aquanet? Or was it was
1: it, white rain. White rain. <laughs> I can smell it right now. Yikes. That white rain.
0: Okay so let's turn it over. Um, Mom what about me? Anything popped to mind?
2: Um that you've always been the caretaker. There you go. The middle child. There you go. Um very physical. Mhm. Um quiet emotionally.
0: Mhm. Shocking. Um, <laughs> shocking. Surprise surprise. I know.
2: But just from the very beginning, Todd's been that way. Mm. Um a good big brother, a good little brother. Of course there were times where, you know, he would channelize it. They would channelize him, or torture. Maybe that might be. A word.
0: There's some torture going on. Yes. Poor Shane. Um,
2: yes, poor Shane, uh, and poor herbs. Poor herbs. So uh, he was easy. He was easy, but he, uh, like Kathy, uh, did get caught a few times because uh, he was either protecting a friend or just didn't run fast enough and. Uh, When it was brought home and uh, we knew about it, I remember his older brother John saying, that is so stupid. Why don't you just run faster? Mm -hmm. Because John was doing the same, if not worse, and never, ever got caught. Mm -hmm. He didn't have that problem. Todd did. Todd, uh, the one time... It was, I think, October, and his father grounded him to his birthday. That was a tough night for Todd. Because yeah. Todd's
1: birthday's in May. <laughs> I was going to say. The quick woo. seven
0: months.
2: Quick seven months. And as, as angry and upset as I was with him, I did assure him that um, it was not going to be a seven-month. I month think it was ride. maybe a month. No, it was long. Dad said- Two months?
0: It wasn't. It was,
2: it was, it was fall. It was a long time, and I just my eyes became the size of saucers because when they're grounded, they're home in the house with you all the time, all the time, all the time.
1: <laughs> I have yet to ground a child for that reason, not because I don't enjoy being with them, but they're here mm-hmm. so much already that if I said you can't go anywhere, well, what I would do is yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> <That's> who's <laughs> right? Who gets well, the brunt of that? Todd's one? Dad was
2: very big at, at you know the grounding for lengthy periods of time, and mm-hmm. then he was aw- he was out. I I was home with them. Right. <laughs> right so uh, at that point I decided that I would ground them until I told them otherwise yeah so I didn't back off from what I said when I was angry or upset with them and um, just what I, but he basically was um, I wonder if your sister and brother are going to listen to this because he was the easiest
0: the golden child
2: he was a favorite to his uh, grandparents. And I used to comment on that, and I'd say, you know, don't do this, because it's going to cause a rift between Todd and his brother and sister. It never did. At times, they'll say something about perfect Todd. I think it floats out there. Yeah. I think it shows up in different ways. It does, yeah.
0: I've made a concerted effort to not be so perfect in the last 15 years of my life.
3: I've noticed that. Well, like I'll I'll give you an example.
0: Thank you, Jude. (laughs) I'll give you an example. Like, I used to, like, call my brother or sister to say, don't forget it's dad's birthday today. Right. Well, that For was sure, just sure. stupid. I mean, and I did That's that. That's not your
1: job. It's not my job. right?
0: So, um, you know, just, like, small things like that. But yeah. anyway, so I think the lesson to be learned here is if kids, just make sure you run fast. That's and you right. won't get in trouble. That's,
1: that's, that's what right. I'm going to tell my high school kids, girls.
0: Just run if you go really somewhere.
1: Just run, JC. We, we're fine there. Right. She runs <laughs> like yeah. Well, yes.
2: You know the one instance I'm, call- I'm thinking of <laughs> is they were in the uh, by the church. They used to go uh, drink in the parking lot. Yeah, very smart. Yeah, because the queen in a automatic dial to to the police station, and Todd uh, was trying to help his one friend and they all did land in the police station and i remember walking into the police station and his friend just sobbing saying this is not todd's fault he the-. so mike schmeller uh, thanks mike Mike schmeller
1: yeah. um i have one more question for my mom because something that i that i laugh about now almost on a daily basis is you used to tell me way before kids um, that I used to follow you around a lot and talk to you all the time and that you would kind of go crazy? Oh, yeah. When you were about a two, and Christine
3: was still at home at that time, and all of a sudden I just I just found myself getting so nervous and I couldn't Figure out what was wrong with me. You might have been three, probably two to three. And anyway, I realized that you were with me all the time and you talked (laughs) the entire time. You never shut up. And I I was always very receptive to answering at any time. Right. You guys, you know, I would always make a conversation with you. I mean, I wonder where you got that. But anyway, uh, I finally found I had to go hide, like in the bathroom or (laughs) something, just to get away from you for a few minutes.
1: And the reason that I bring up that story because I always (laughs) think about that because I have that all the time mm-hmm. with all of my children. It's not just one of them. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, Skylar was going into some really big thing about My Little Pony, and what if one had the other's name, and the other had this name, and the other had was this color. And honestly, I thought my brain was going to explode. I know. Because I could not keep what she was saying together, nor did mm-hmm. I care. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... It was all just imaginative, mm. and so I just always... I think I'm getting it back, just so you know, mm-hmm. Mom. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> That's
2: what I say to Shane. I I wish six of, I I hope you have six children all exactly like you.
0: Wouldn't the world be so blessed? So I kind of want to go through just like a rapid fire of different topics. Okay, Um, I don't know how this is going to work, but we're going to give it a whirl. So um, uh, it starts at pregnancy, right? So there's a few things that, um, you know, and when you're babies. So... Both of us were nursed, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was not typical of that time, right? Oh, no. See, that's what I... How is it
0: possible that there was ever a time in our society that nursing wasn't the accepted norm? 60s
3: and 70s. But Yeah, it wasn't. It, I, I kind of just want to say to you that my mom, her mom, nursed all of her children. Right. And she had eight of them. Okay came the next generation. I was born in 1941, which means uh, and I was born right before the Second World War Mm -hmm. broke out. Mm -hmm. You know, that that we got the United States got involved deeply. And um, a lot of the women had to go to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They worked in Uh, They had to go to work. Right, there had to be another means. So the science and whomever the milk people or whomever they went together, and they became they showed how. You can still work and have bottles Mm -hmm. given to you. And when I was starting, when I decided that I was going to nurse, uh, my mother was floored Mm -hmm. that I did that. Mm -hmm. She just could not believe that I was not going to use the technique she used.
1: Even though you were staying home and didn't really have to do the, you know... what had happened is the shift took place not with what you were doing on a daily basis, but just that it was better exactly. to bottle feed. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that that information was
3: beginning to be out there, that uh, they're getting much better nu- nutrients and, and better prepared for their physical well-being. So
0: that I can buy. From a 1941 to 1945, all the guys went to Europe. exactly, And then all the ladies had to go do all the, guy, all the things that the guys mm-hmm. used to do, which mm-hmm. left a big hole in how are women going to function throughout their day right but fast forward I was born in nineteen seventy two you were born in nineteen seventy one It was still at that time in vogue not to nurse your baby is that correct
2: it wasn't as popular it wasn't as there weren't as many people but um um it it just wasn't like the in vogue you know it just people, so the beginning it. Just so beginning. out of
0: your ten let's say ten random friends who are all. Had babies at the same time as you. Hmm. How many of them nursed, and how many? And I know this is a challenging question because it's forty years ago. But did half of them nurse, and half of
3: you less than half nursed? Less than half nursed. All of my best friends nursed, Mm -hmm. but we learned from each other. What it was? I,
2: I mean, I never even thought about it. Mm -hmm. I hear gals say, well, they've talked to their husband about it. I mean, that discussion never came up. Mm -hmm. I I just assumed that I would nurse because everyone in my family nursed. Mm -hmm. And
1: you know what? We get our favorite, Todd and I, our favorite language is from you and Alan, on the breast. On the
0: breast. (laughs) You guys always always use that phrase. Totally,
1: it cracks me up. Well, when Todd
0: was on the breast, (laughs) like you guys never use the term nursing, you always say on the breast. (laughs) We were breastfeeding. (laughs) We were breastfeeding. Hence, on the breast. (laughs)
2: The juicy's across the street, they had six children, and I was nursing Shane. And
0: um, Shane was on the breast.
2: Shane was on the breast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my girlfriend from across, she came over and she said, I am so sick of hearing about your breasts. <laughs> and I said, because she bottle-fed all know, six of her children. Shocking. She said, if there, if there were no other way, I would find a way rather than put that baby on the breast. She just was mm-hmm. very anti-breast. Yep. But her one son, Michael during dinner conversation said, you know, Sharon, ha- Sharon has a lot of milk that she's giving <laughs> Shane. I wonder if she's got any bread in there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was the discussion on the block with very good friends. Children, mm-hmm. our children played together, and we were all good friends. Mm-hmm. And it, there was a lot of discussion because I breastfed and mm. they did not.
1: Well, I'll speak sociologically for a second because of what what you guys are saying about this. Is Todd, your question is how did this not change when women could stay home? Right. But what happens is things get things get stuck not necessarily based on the reason why it began but just becomes just because Habitual. it becomes a cultural norm yeah. Yeah. and so like so my grandma uh, my mom's mom she was saying why wouldn't you do the way I did it, even though the reason she did it that way wasn't in existence anymore? Mm-hmm. But don't you think that's so typical right. of everything in life? Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. don't we don't stop and question why are we doing it? I mean, when I work with parents, that's probably the most common thing. Why are you doing this? Because it's the way I was raised. Have you thought about it? Did it work for you? Well, you know, nobody thinks right. about
0: it. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the next topic I want to talk about because Kathy and I, I hope you don't get mad at me saying Uh-oh. this. We were pretty regimented when it came to the sleeping habits of our three daughters oh, when yeah. they were very young. Dr. And Weisbluth. Dr. Weisbluth mm-hmm. wrote a book called Healthy... Hab-
1: happy Sleep, Happy Baby, Healthy yeah, happy Somebody. Happy Baby. Oh, I remember Do that. you remember that? So
0: we, we read and, and we bought into it, and we're very grateful of how we did it. Whereas I think I've heard stories from you, Mom, or maybe just in general of parents say, you know, the kids slept wh- wherever we went. The kid, if the kid needed to sleep, they would sleep. And we would like, fi- we'd be at a party, like whatever, a, a lunch party at uh, at your house. And then we're like, oh, we have to go back and put JC to bed. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that there was maybe a part of you that was annoyed by that. Like, just let the kid sleep here. And we thought that, no, we need this kid to be in a peaceful, comfortable, familiar setting you know, not every day, but as as much as we could, we had them sleep where they control. needed to be. Yeah. So did you guys, were you guys as regimented?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Judy. <laughs> well, I have to say I was pretty much. Were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really was. But I didn't have, or at uh, that stage in our life. The we were at home most of the time. we didn't have the money to travel right We didn't live near other family members. We had some very good friends and we would go there. but the situation would be the same. They would have children the same age as we, and they wanted to put their kids to bed if they put theirs to bed couldn't put ours in their beds right. you know so um but I was very regimented about it mm.
1: uh, I mean I wasn't crazy but mm. And was that, and because this is something that comes up with my friends all the time, was that for us or was that for you to me. have a break? I was going to say, because me. me too, is that is that Weisbluth, and you know again, he's the guy who wrote the book, I liked what he had to say about brain development and everything, but really what was nice about it was knowing that every day that you put your child down and you got a break. Mm-hmm. So you were helping their brain, mm-hmm. great. But you were also getting a break from your me. kids. Mm-hmm. Because you used to say you used to ride your, block, your bike around the block yes. sometimes Yes, I did. When, uh, when you would both be asleep at, in the
3: afternoon, I would get on my bike and I would go around the circle there. <laughs> it wasn't a circle, but
1: square. That was and my I mom's would, version of self-care. Oh,
3: my. I thought it was, you know, I could have been in... Anywhere, you know, I, I just dreamed I was someplace so here, so riding your bike in Italy somewhere. <laughs> right.
0: Well, and I feel like we did. I can't speak for you, Kathy, but I, um, I bought into the whole sleeping thing. But if I could have had it my way, I would have just put the kid in the corner and let him sleep. So it was really well, more about them. I didn't want to leave the party. Like, I think well, let's say we're at a party and it was like seven o'clock. Sorry, we got to go because the baby's got. I would have preferred to throw him in the corner and let him sleep.
2: Well, you don't have to throw him in the corner.
0: We'll throw them in some vacant bedroom, <laughs> whatever. And we never, we rarely ever did anything like that.
1: Well, and I think that's the thing is because once you get into a routine and the schedule, your child also expects that. So they wouldn't have gone to sleep in a room or we had it in our head. We had the story in our head that they wouldn't have. So therefore that would drive our own fear and concern. Like, oh, we got to get home because they won't go to bed. Don't you think parents do that? They make a story in their head about this is what, like right now I hear parents who have young children say, if he doesn't get a nap, he'll be awful today. Do we really know that Mm. to be true, or have we told ourselves that? Right. So it makes ourselves, you know... So what were you going to say, Sharon, about sleeping? Was Todd in a corner? (laughs) Yes, he was in a corner. I
0: remember sleeping at parties.
1: Yes. Well, it was family parties or close friend parties.
2: And the kids would just... When they fell asleep, they fell asleep. Sometimes it was on the floor. Sometimes when they were younger, I would put them to bed in a bed. Right. Uh, But we... I pretty much did everything by the seat of my pants. Mm. You know, I was not regimented at all.
0: And dad didn't help out with that part? <laughs> <laughs> no. He- Sorry, inside joke. He was working. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I want to talk about the role of fathers. And I consider myself a, a very hands-on dad. And I love my dad. But I feel like it was more... It was... Not as common for dads to be as hands on
1: well, and this is what i 'll say what i my memories of my dad, besides he was around, so that i mean he worked, but he was always around. But I thought of him more in a play way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I was sick or if it was time for dinner, that was all my mom. Correct. Like if if I was needing something to get dressed or go shopping, that was all my mom. Right. If I was hurt, that was all my mom. That right. was my role? That was yeah. mom's role. And my dad was more like it was fun. <laughs> I just have funny memories of we'd be like Chris and I would be like wrestling with them. And the and the only reason it would stop is someone would cry and get hurt. Yeah. Right. And Do you remember that? And then he'd
0: and hand my, you to... That's theory. what saying. My
1: mom would come in and say, over, yeah. done. And and my dad to kind of move on with-
0: <laughs> Okay sorry. My sorry. job is done here is- One kid is crying <laughs> kid
1: is- I just have so many memories of that And it would You know And you'd almost be doing it To get to that point You'd right. be like What's going to happen yeah. It's very Very interesting
0: Right
1: <laughs> So go ahead How about you what were you going to say? I don't know. Oh, okay. I did you, you were... want to say anything? No, I have nothing to say.
0: Gigi's keeping quiet on that <laughs> one. Um, what else do I have? Bedtimes, we talked about that. Um, father's uh, spanking. Did I get spanked? No. I don't think I did. No. Did you spank that kid? No. But I think that was uh, yeah, an exception, too. Well, people the, did spank. Yeah. I mean, oh,
3: it was yes. very acceptable. Yes, yeah. ex- schools were allowed to spank. Yes, they were. weren't they that, in that in era? Parochial schools, especially. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was their form of discipline. Yes, right. it was. My, in fact, uh, my sister, who was principal in Florida, had to spank. Oh, and she is not one that. Oh my gosh, I, that probably. And I'm not talking about you know beat 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 beat. Right. I'm just talking about she was she had to reprimand them in that way. Oh man. If well, they th- were sent to the office. Of, really? Mm-hmm. It was uh, written. Mhm
0: part of the Mm rule part of the Mm -hmm. discipline
1: Mm -hmm. do you think was that florida or was that that's just probably florida but it no
3: longer exists chicago parochial schools totally did that
0: did they really i remember getting pulled really hard by the teachers and they would grab your arm and these teachers who looked frail were a lot stronger than you thought (laughs) they were Mm -hmm. especially the nuns
1: superhuman strength yes
0: yes unbelievable so Mm -hmm. um anything else on spanking before i play this clip
1: um no but I was going to say something again since I have my mom here and she can like verify things from my childhood. <laughs> I never liked meat, did I mom? No, never. And I would be very upset <laughs> you always wanted with round hamburgers. hamburgers. I thought if they like were McDonald's. round that they would taste better. <laughs> they did. And so then, the
0: geometry had to do with your taste buds? It's
1: all it's like magical thinking. It's like when your family just probably like you guys, you probably had meat and potato type meals all the time, and that's what my mom cooked too. Was, you know, that was the main dish was meat. And I never liked it. And it caused a lot of of me being hungry right. <laughs> because that's what's to eat. And so I would so it, what's interesting is, like, now I don't eat meat, and everyone thinks I have an agenda. <laughs> I'm like, I have no agenda. Right. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, I mean, you know, the agenda. But
0: you liked McDonald's hamburgers when you were a little kid, didn't you? Well, it's
3: because it's more bun. Yeah, I
1: couldn't taste <laughs> yeah. that meat. Right, that's why I like Wasn't uh-huh. there a yeah.
0: story, like, your dad took you to McDonald's and bought you a Big Mac? He was did it?
1: on my birthday. And was it good? Yeah, but it was the sauce. I bet I took a patty off. I do that now. Totally, I'm mm-hmm. willing to bet that and cause like, I and because like when I would stuff. go to Subway, I'd even get a turkey sandwich and take all the turkey off. Mm-hmm. And you know, Manisha should be like, "Why don't you not get a turkey sandwich? Right. Because you just took it all." You know, it's like you kind of figure out. It's like social norms again. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to eat meat, mm-hmm. so I have to figure out how to do it. And then one day, I was finally like, "I don't have to do this." Right. So anyway, Mom, I just wanted you to verify mm-hmm. that I didn't oh, eat meat definitely. at home. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Does this you. ring a bell to either of you? I told you, no wire
3: hangers
0: ever! Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> what is that from? That's from uh, Crawford. Yes. Oh. Good, good thought, Mom, Come she. Come on, Mom. You, you got to know this.
2: I told you, no wire hangers <laughs> oh, <ever. laughs> The hanger.
0: Yeah. We used to oh, say yeah. that all the time to, well, to get I, in your kitchen there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mommy Dearest. Yes. That's Mommy from- Dearest. <laughs> Is that the I name mean, of it? I was even Todd's friends
1: would call me Mommy Dearest. Or oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> She yes, that was and I saw that movie that way a, too many times. Well,
2: and that that was another inappropriate choice of a, of a film for my kids because we
0: watched it and they were very young. Well, that's another thing, like movies. Oh, like no. we are so overly protective <laughs> of what movies our kids watch.
1: Yeah, Todd's always like, I saw Animal House when I was six. I saw
0: Animal House <laughs> in the theater. Uh, you took me to the Champ with Rich, Ricky Schroeder, which a is big a devastatingly it, yeah. sad movie. Um, and you know, it's one of those things, Saturday night fever, Saturday night fever. I turned out, you know, what drives me crazy about parents today is they will say, well, I I got spanked and I turned out all right. Um, but I did see all these movies that were probably put it this way. I would not expose my kids to animal house at the age I was when I was exposed. But it's one of those things where you have to kind of take it all in perspective. It's really not the end of the world. If your kids see movies too early.
1: Well and I feel like I we were on that that cusp generation where you start not not you guys started to lose control literally but Movie Channel came in to be when we were in 5th grade. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden movies were accessible at other people's houses that you could have never gotten any other way. Right. So right. I'm at someone's house in 5th grade and The Shining is on. Mm-hmm. So and nobody's really saying much about that. Right. You know what I mean? We didn't we got the movie channel I think in like 7th or 8th and and by then, you know, but I just remember being like, "Wow. I remember The Blue Lagoon was on. <laughs> you know, this is you're too young for it, but it's available." Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Yeah, very true. I we in fact, I don't think I ever censored TV.
1: Mm-mm. We didn't, didn't think have about to. It. Well,
3: we didn't have to. No, everything that was on there was appropriate for well, for not necessarily for families. Yeah, it was for it was for well
1: okay, the majority <clears throat> the majority of my childhood, and I'm talking like kindergarten through you know seventh grade. Tom and Jerry, Woody Woodpecker, Sunday morning or Saturday morning cartoons. Um, it was the same thing. Popeye. I watched the same thing over and over again. That's why our generation can quote everything because mm-hmm. we literally saw it over and over again. What else did we watch? I mean, obviously, nighttime. I love The Incredible Hulk. I love The Love Boat, all that stuff. But like when we'd come home from school, it was all Tom and Jerry. Yeah. It's cartoons. Yeah, it was cartoons. They're very violent. Yes, that we didn't even <clears throat> we didn't yeah, think about, and, it. And, no. and we didn't
0: that didn't make us violent. No,
2: no, no, we didn't even think about it. It was just no. we, I didn't even look at them as being violent until ne- you know now. There's so much more information available,
1: and it, you, then you stop and think. Yes, they were violent. That's right. That now when you are getting, and I think that's the thing is is our kids are now so overstimulated with so many other things. That's just one of those components that can affect them. Meaning when they're also eating. Things that aren't necessarily good for them, and they're doing their, you know, their screens on all over their house all the time, and they're watching things that are violent. It's just another thing, you know. It's just it, they don't get the opportunity to go out and play and release that energy. Well, and- that I have a problem with that. That
2: the kids are not out playing. Yes, and it yes. was a different time. It was, I believe, it was safer. Me yes. too. The kids used Definitely to go out. Safer. I mean, they would, they would, Shane would tag along with them. Yeah. At two and a half, and if the boys weren't kind of keeping an eye out for her. The neighbor kids were in that and the kids were out. They weren't home doing I think we
0: technology. Had, we
2: had an Atari game, didn't we? We had
0: a television, yeah. but it we I remember playing it later at night, but yes. to your point, it, after school, you were either you're doing out, homework or, or you're outside, outside playing. Well,
1: playing. And we had the rule, which you probably did too, that when streetlights went on, I yep. had to go home. Mm-hmm. And I would. I
0: hated that rule.
1: I, well, but it was it was perfect. It was like dusk, streetlight, mm-hmm. go home. It's like you didn't even need someone. Yeah, yeah. I had that rule too. Yeah. That's been around and a long time. That's the thing is, in our neighborhood, which I think you guys were the same, there were kids all over our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So you didn't necessarily know whose house I was at, mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. out. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, here's my question. Um, I have often heard from people of your generation that there's a lot more resources available to parents today that weren't necessarily available, you know, podcasts, books, uh, TV shows, like Mm -hmm. everything. There's all these different resources available. Uh, But at the same time, uh, we also have a lot of distractions as parents today that you guys didn't have. So my question to you is, do you think it's easier or more difficult to parent in two thousand and ten decade versus the nineteen seventies decade. Which is harder.
3: Now is than, harder, I think. And why? Oh, I would definitely yes. say that. And tell me why. Well there's so many things you have to be fearful of. Mm-hmm. And to Much protect warfare. your children. I mean, I think of the reason that most of them don't go outside and play, other than I know it's the uh, you know, all the iPads and that kind of thing too. That's up to the parents. But uh it's not as safe to let you run in a neighborhood. Um, you need to know where those kids are, and somebody has to have an eye on them all the time. And you know, if you live in a little neighborhood like you do, where your kids can go out and you see them head down to your neighbors that you know, mm-hmm. you know that that parent, whoever it is, is, is going to be them. is going to be watching over them you can send your kids across the street to the park because you can see Mm -hmm. them the entire time that they are there and um it's it's a lot more frightening from my point of view i just read
0: an article in the
3: ignorance is (laughs) bliss oh it is
0: i just read an article in rolling stone and talked about how heroin is infiltrating all these like suburban places all over the place um so i i actually agree with you but um, that doesn't mean, I don't know. It's
1: just- well, and it's a mix. I agree with my mom, too. And I agree with what your mom's saying. We just know so many things now that we didn't know before. And there are some things that have shifted because of drug use and things that have happened in our society. And, you know, I mean, even simple things like, you know, you're talking about history. There used to be a time when people who had significant issues, um, the prison systems were different and there were places that people could go for mental health issues. Absolutely. All those places closed down. They right. don't even yeah. exist anymore. Right. And so I don't mean that I want people locked away in an institution, but they had access to help. Right. And now, it, you know, our whole mental health issue is broken down. Our prison system is is breaking down. And, and there's, I try and look at it optimistically, meaning they're trying to do things to put it back in place. But we have to think about sex predators in our neighborhood and we have, we can look on the computer and see where they live. And that's just overwhelming to the brain. Yeah.
0: yeah the fact that you can see where they live is almost worse. I know. Yeah. Right.
1: It, like your mom said, ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. in, in a way. Yeah,
0: because there were sexual predators in the 1970s too, but we didn't know where they lived. Sure, they
1: were. Right. Or even, I mean, it
2: it was, we just didn't know. Yeah. Just how you prepare now for, you know, having a baby, you know, and, and you're reading all these books and that. I mean, I.
3: I I just hit, I was going to have a baby. I didn't give it much thought, did you, choose? No, I didn't. And we I didn't say that we were pregnant either. No, I was pregnant.
1: <laughs> I was pregnant. <laughs> and I, I,
3: I used it as much as I could.
1: <laughs> I am the one carrying this baby and I well and for sure, you know, and that's another father thing is that it really was your, you know, job. It and it's funny time you're going to talk um On our next show, which people have already heard by they heard this, uh, you know, by the time they hear this, but about a man's role in paternity Mm -hmm. and actually taking paternity leave Mm -hmm. to stay home. can you even fathom? Yeah, because of the sports kit. Right. That's a good topic. Yeah, it is. It's a, a is. very good topic. Because in in our world and Todd in my world, it's all we know. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have to give props to someone and that's my brother-in-law because I remember when you met Drew mm-hmm. and you saw how involved he was, mm-hmm. that was new to you. Oh,
0: they are wonderful role models for both I feel like <clears throat> one of my biggest blessings was the fact that your sister was about 5 years uh, further ahead in the game
1: because she's two years older than me, but she got married at 22. So
0: we could see everything they were yeah. doing with Maddie and Max, and we could pull everything that we loved about how they parented, and you know certain things that we wanted to do a little bit differently. We did, but they were wonderful role models, and I, you know, and we were adults to be able to do it. You yeah. know, as kids, it's one thing, but yes, Drew is because
1: uh, I remember you saying to me at a very early stage in our relationship, he's really involved. Yeah, like he does all those things. <laughs> well, it's probably because my
0: dad wasn't right. you know, with the things that Drew was right. exactly
1: so to my point that's how we've been since day one mm-hmm. so when i hear things like that dad shouldn't be there the mom's fine mm-hmm. why would he mm-hmm. want to be there when she gives birth it's i can't comprehend that mm-hmm. because it's not just your child todd is as much their parent as i am their parent and i know that's kind of a generational thing well mm-hmm. it's evolved to that. it's evolved because right? even mm-hmm. todd's dad will say
2: in amazement about his two boys you know how they're so ha- they're hands on, yeah. And he said, "Where did they learn this?" I said, "Well, I don't know." But, <laughs> you
1: know, but I mean, because you right, John is so hands on, right? And, too. and yeah. this
2: just amazes him, yeah, because he knows. And mm-hmm. and even th- the males in our family, they were, you know, it just wasn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't what we did. It wasn't how life was then. Right. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my life was better than I knew. More had more available to me than my. My mother mm-hmm. than my grandmother, and that's that's the generational thing. Right. Your children will find better ways to do what you're doing absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh I just hope i'm I can see that me too <laughs> me
1: too well, and that's one thing that our our girls are so lucky to have because my family. Um, I had my mom and my dad and my sister and my aunt, and I had grandparents, but we were a very small family. Very small. And I didn't understand how small when I was little, because you only know what you know. And then when you start to grow up and see other people's family, and they're like, that's my cousins and Todd's family. I mean, you guys yeah. have this crazy extended cousin network. Christmas Eve network.
0: would be, you know, 30, yeah. 40 people in the house. And
1: for yeah. us, it would be seven or eight. Yeah. yeah that's all there'd be. Yeah. And Well, and you're a product of that. Absolutely. And I'm a
2: product, I mean... It's hard for me to do things small. 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 totally. <laughs> exactly it's where I am. very difficult totally. for me to do small.
1: Yeah. Mm. And that's that's such a good thing to say, you know, to respect that, like, you know, getting on marriage, you know, that's something that because Todd and I come from different families and, and the way things are, I and I am a little more introverted. I like quiet more. And he likes, as he said, when we were trying to decide if we should have a third baby, he said, I just want more chaos. Mm. And I'm like, do you <laughs> really? Because I don't know about that. But that is, you know, we have... Have to We have to work hard to respect each other's point of view rather than say mine is right mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not right for him and his isn't always right for me. Right. So it's more like how do we do both of these things and be fair to each other yeah. instead of declare that there's only one way to be. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say something about our family being small. What were, we re- what were we talking about?
0: I don't know. I'll play a movie clip to help you.
1: Oh, okay. That helps. Do you have the mom translator in there? I you beautiful dresses oh, and you treat them like some fish rag. <laughs>
0: One more. Hold on.
1: Uh, why all the joke they up this mess? So oh that, man, Joan
0: Crawford? So the Joan Crawford is stressful. the actress, or that's who it's about?
1: If they Dunaway is the actress, Thay Joan Crawford away. is the mother. And it's about her. It's, Joan Crawford was a big, big movie, movie star, yeah. star. Yeah.
0: and she was not such a good mom.
1: She adopted these two children. Yes, I know. Did then, you guys see the movie? Do you remember yeah, the? I, movie? I Well Yeah, the kids
2: and I used to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, you know, maybe my behind all all was a, I was going to think, gee, Mom's not really so bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at, you're like, look at her, look yeah. at her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mom, do you remember watching the miniseries The Burning Bed together?
2: Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: For those that was of bad. you who've seen that, that might uh, make you no laugh a I've little
1: bit. I've seen bad. it, too. Yeah, it was that on i yeah. Yes, it was. It was a miniseries. It was actually... Um, was, it uh, was, yeah, it was mm-hmm.
0: uh, it was good. It was well done. All oh, over They you. told a story. I don't know, but it was... It's too geez. young. <laughs> that poor woman had no options.
1: Right. She didn't. I watched she that tried. movie too, so we must have been somewhat older because I was able to watch it. Yeah. It was on TV. Yeah. Or maybe I watched it later, but I did see it.
0: Burning Bed.
1: I remember. Yeah, and sure. I think my movie that I watched on TV that I really want... Hey, there's my dad. Hi, dad. Here he comes. That I wanted to watch by myself was The Thorn Birds. Do you remember when The Thorn yeah, Birds... That. Oh, that was such a it good movie. It was so movie. good. And I remember... Begging begging my parents for a TV. How often did I beg you for a TV? <laughs> but, I'm like, I want to be alone when I watch this. Because it's so romantic. And you don't want to was. be sitting there with your parents right. watching that. You know what I mean? I've never seen
0: the Thorn Birds. Oh my That's goodness. a big investment of time, isn't it?
3: Yes.
2: I read the book. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. books.
1: It was yeah, it
3: was, books. Yes. it was It's a book. Yeah. I think it came One from book? a book. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. But it was good.
1: And then I finally did get a TV. When I was... Sixteen, I think. Sixteen. Uh-huh. You got your own TV and your own telephone and in my your room. And my own telephone. And it was all connected, remember? It was mm-hmm. a little TV with a telephone, and when you pick up the phone, the TV's sound would stop so you could mm-hmm. talk. Oh, oh that that my cool. gosh. And then my dad, who's down here right now, he did really nice thing and put cable in my room so I could plug it in the back of this teeny tiny black and white TV <laughs> and I had cable.
0: Black and white with cable. I, I know. It cable. Was,
1: and it was like, you guys can't see me on the air, but it was teeny tiny. Was about four Do you remember square. that, Dad?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, all right, so we're over time. Is there any other questions that we have or is there any other comments that you guys wanted to go over that we haven't gone over?
2: I just, my only comment would be that... Um, uh, I'm very happy with the way my grandchildren are being raised. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, for, for me especially, it is just such a sense of re- relief. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And I worry about things I shouldn't worry about. However, you know, and, and I find that I'm much more accepting of your way, I think. Ten years ago, fifteen years ago, there would have been more rolling of the eyes on my part. Mm. Um, but everything has grown, including me. But and and I realize it. I, it's a g- wonderful experience to to see my granddaughters being raised so beautifully and happy kids.
0: All seven of them. All,
2: All seven. Seven happy marriages and happy Beautiful. and happy children. So. I think what we can come from that is that, you know, you do your best, and if there are mistakes made, there still is a way for them to have a functional, happy Absolutely. marriage and raise a happy family. And not always from example or uh, out, out, outside forces that, that um, dig their way in.
0: <laughs>
3: Jude, that you got any uh,
0: last-minute thoughts?
3: No, I think Sharon really put it all together with what she just said. I thought it was wonderful. Oh, okay. And
2: Jude, think of how great they're going to think and how knowledgeable they're going to think we were once we're dead.
1: <laughs> they're going to say, "My I'm mom not knew planning and to do that." that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, we love you guys. I think you, you did a fantastic <laughs> job. So we're going to, co- we're so going to close the
0: show with one of my favorite songs Boy. called "Mother" by Pink Floyd.
1: Oh, God.
0: Pink Floyd! <laughs> hey, don't mess with Pink Floyd.
1: So you guys get TV. Mommy Dearest and Pink TV. Floyd. That's
0: right. That's because I'm the producer of the show, and I get to make all the decisions. <laughs> uh Well, thank you, Mom. Thank You're you, Jude.
3: Thank you. thank you. You are thank very you, welcome. You're welcome.
0: Mother, should I trust the government?